0: And I called Raphael and I said, hey, I found out that you had this idea for a group. What is this? And he said, yeah, Ali and me and you and and Vogue and, you know, Tribe Called Quest and and, uh, Tony, Tony, Tony. It just makes sense for us to come together and do this great idea. I was like, I am down. And yes, when do we start? Um, Because I never wanted to leave in Vogue in the first place. Like I said, I didn't Mm want to go solo. So... It was better for me to be in the group situation. I felt protected. I had known Raphael since we were 16. So on my oh, yeah. bad- Bay
1: Bay Area as well, yeah.
0: Bay Area, yeah, both of us. In fact, Denny and Tommy, Denzel Foster and Thomas McGover had the Tonys before they had involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I asked Raphael when I got in the group with him, I said, did, Ralph, did, did Denny ever talk to you crazy? Like tell you to shut the fuck up or go the fuck home? He's like, what? Oh, hell no. He's like, no, Denny never talked to us like that. The way that Denny talked to us in the studio was exactly that way. If he got pissed at us for something, he would tell us to shut the fuck up. Y'all the. Are... and again, I was like, okay, after a while, at first I was like, oh, <laughs> Denny, don't say that, oh no. And we would leave. But after a while I was like, okay, you guys, it's becoming a habit mm. that Denny talks to us this way. So I know I'm going back talking about in Vogue again, but that was the mentality when you said fear-based, are you talking about how they were fearful of, of approaching the record company saying yeah. this is wrong that we're kicking Don out of the group? The mentality that they had with allowing Denny to talk to us the way that he did is indicative of exactly their mindset. Yeah, you're I right was about
1: Pre-me pre-me too, because a lot of that was going on in across the entertainment, across the world and there was no voice i mean i not think
0: just, not just in entertainment no um, yeah across the world across yeah.
1: different areas and i in think people's homes if this if this had happened now it's quite easy for you know if if you know because now if this was brought up people again losing their jobs for stuff they did 20 30 years ago but yes so when so but then so you know Raphael talks to you about 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 the group now, yeah. you must have had a little bit more knowledge about labels and deals and stuff. What was the situation when he said, look, hey, Lucy Pearl, did you look at the contract and think, okay, I'm not going to get two no, cents the record and stuff?
0: I didn't do the right thing because, like I said, Raphael, I had known him literally since we were both 16 years old. Mm. So he played in my band in San Francisco. Um, I knew him. I was comfortable with him. He was like my brother. And we had grown up together. So I didn't feel like he was gonna step on me with that contract. I thought it was gonna be fair and have my back and he did not. So that was on me. I didn't read the contract. I read it, but I didn't redline it and go through it with a fine tooth comb like I did the En Vogue contract. Um, and I just signed it as it was and it wasn't a good contract at all. And I didn't know that until after the fact. It was too late by then. I love a man alone You'll still drive back here every night Shouldn't I have to It, so, was, it was a totally different situation.
1: So it, was that, was that sort of the reasons why the um, you, you did sort of a couple of singles and then after the first that you decided to leave after the uh, first album?
0: No, they kicked me out as well. Raphael didn't like the fact. No, so what? First of all, Lucy Pearl was a. T- I'm so tired. I'm trying to get the light right because the sun <laughs> is going down. It's I cool. apologize. Everybody's gonna be like, be still, be no, still. Cool. But um. <laughs> Uh, Lucy Pearl from the very beginning was a one-off and um, Raphael, you know, he just didn't like the fact that I was getting all the attention. And we were actually in London when I, no, the first time that I noticed his jealousy of me was in Vegas. We were here in Vegas, but I wasn't living here yet. And he, we were doing Sprite Night um, for the Billboard Awards and... (laughs) so sorry we were no, doing sprite night for the billboard awards and i have to get near the plug so that this light stays on when the sun good. goes down oh my god i'm so sorry no, that's um, fine. so we were doing the um sprite night and one of the journalists walked over to us to do an interview and he stood between me and so we were standing up against the wall waiting for it's like um all the tables have different countries and different parts of the of this, of the country here in America as well. So you'll see yeah. Colorado over there, you'll see Cincinnati over there, you'll see Australia back there, you'll see, you know what I mean? It was all these different tables that you go to do interviews. And you sit down at the table and you do an interview. And so we were waiting for our next interview and a guy named Lee Bailey walks over to us and he's an older man. So he's got on his hat that he always wears and his glasses and he takes out a dictaphone out of his pocket. He's got in like a jacket pocket, and he takes out a dictaphone, a little little um, recorder, and he steps in between Ali. Ali was to my right, and Raphael was to my left, and we were just standing there waiting. And Lee Bailey steps in between me and Raphael. What did he do that for? Raphael was like, "Excuse me, don't you fucking see I'm standing here?" And he walked away. And I was like, I looked at Ali, and I was like, "We're done. We're done." Oh my, because. You don't want that kind of, kind of reputation out there that you curse somebody out for no reason. And, and, and Lee Bailey didn't even, luckily, he didn't think twice about it. He didn't think, oh, that was rude. He might've been thinking it was rude, but he didn't care. You know what I mean? He kept going with us and he was like, well, everybody wants to talk to Dawn. Dawn Robinson and Vogue. And he did the the little, um, uh, he did our interview right there, standing there with the little dictaphone, with me and Ali, because Raphael walked away. <laughs> And then our first time in London, same thing. Raphael did not like the fact that everybody wanted to talk to me. He had a problem with that. He didn't like it at all. And one of the journalists, when we get overseas, we have to do a series of like all day interviews. You start from 8 a.m. in the morning, if you get a little time to eat breakfast, and then if you can eat a little lunch in between, but you're doing interview after interview after interview because... It's not like we're going to come overseas every other day. And you guys don't see us that often. So once we get there, whether it's Japan or London or wherever, Germany, they have a slew of, you know, uh, interviews for us to do. So we were doing probably our 12th interview. And Raphael was tired of everybody in the, all the journalists asking about me, asking me questions more than anybody else. And so it was our fifth intervi- interview that day. And the woman said, so Dawn, 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 she kept asking me questions. And then Raphael sat up. He was sitting on the couch, but he was leaning back. And he sat up and he said, what the fuck? Don't you see we're sitting here too? Like Ali and I, because I was sitting in the middle. of It was Raphael on the right, on my left, mm. and Raphael uh, Ali on my right. And he looked at Rafi- Ali and he said, don't you see us sitting here? We've done shit in our careers as well. What the fuck? You're not, you're not talking to us at all. And she said, Dawn has done a lot more. A lot more, and I was like, Oh my god! And I, I mean, after that, I tried to play small. I, I remember kind of shrinking down, like, Oh, that doesn't feel good. Um, but a lot of the world does not know who the Tonys are, they may not know who Tribe Called Quest is, but they know who En Vogue is. We were much bigger, mm. um, and so that's what she was trying to tell them. She didn't, she wasn't trying to put them down, she was just telling them the truth. Dawn has done a lot more. Um, when we got to Germany, maybe three days later or so, all of Germany wanted to talk to Ali. Only Ali. It was a mm. hip hop extravaganza. Like I was like, oh my god, we got to go to lunch then. We're gonna let him do his interviews by himself because they loved hip hop there. It was a hip hop culture. Mm. And Ali was like, oh my god. He said, I gotta. F- you guys know more about Tribe Called Quest than I do. I have to do my research. That's how much they want to talk to him. And I was like, see, Raphael, they don't want to talk to me and you. And I'm not upset about that. Like, this is Ali's thing. Let him have his moment. You know, why be jealous of him? Because they don't want to talk to us. That was so, it was childish. It was very childish. And I also, when we got to uh, Paris, I brought a article from Gwen Stefani and No Doubt. And she was, she was talking about the fact that the guys in her group, because it was a band that started out as a garage band together, Mm -hmm. garage, as you guys say, (laughs) um, a garage band, um, she was saying that the guys were jealous of her and they didn't understand why she got all the limelight at first. And she was like, first of all, I'm a girl. Anytime there's a girl in a group, the girl always gets more attention. Mm. That's one. Second of all, you guys are not gonna be on the cover of you know, uh, Vogue magazine, because the girls don't get on the cover of Vogue magazine. I do. So when I get on the cover of Vogue magazine, I bring back more attention and more um, stardom and more uh, focus on the group. Everybody wins when I win. Yeah. So stop being a little bitch, stop being little bitches and make sure that we, let's get this money. Let's get paid. And they did. Yeah. And that's what I was trying to tell Raphael. He came to my room in Amsterdam. We were still overseas, but we were in Amsterdam by then. And I said, he said, Don, I'm trying to make this work. I said, Raphael, I lost. I literally, this was the other thing that I had a problem with because we were supposed to have our album out by June. Here we are in November. Our album wasn't out. And I was like, Raphael, the bank has been calling me about my house. Wow. I'm going to lose my house. And I was telling him prior to that, you know, I need money. I need a little bit of money. And it wasn't a lot. It was what, uh, 1500 was my mortgage, $1,500. So uh, and he told me when I signed to Lucy Pearl, because I turned down a deal with Bob Jamison. Like I said, I had a few deals on the table. Mm. Bob Jamison was at RCA and he flew me to New York and I had a deal on the table with him. And I turned that down to do Lucy Pearl. Mm. So if I had your back you should have my back like you said you would because he told me, I don't have a lot of money to give you up front, but I can figure out how to find what you need if you need it. And I was like, cool, if you just, you know, if that's what you, if you're telling me that when I'm down on my luck or I need a little bit of money, you're going to figure out how to help me out, then cool, I'll sign with you. Mm -hmm. And I signed that deal. So now here it is, we're in November and we were supposed to put out the album in June. The bank is calling, they're knocking on my door. And I need to pay my mortgage. And he was like, well, I don't know what to tell you. Every man for himself. But you told me that if I signed with you, that you'd have my back. And now you're saying every man for himself? Like, what? He's like, yeah, we'll call um, the woman at Overbrook who was doing the soundtrack for Love and Basketball. Her name is Pilar. Pilar, I forgot her last name. He said, call Pilar and let her know that you're going to do the soundtrack by yourself. I was like, Raphael, that is bad business beyond. That's like so unprofessional on every level. (laughs) You don't do that. Like, you just don't do that. If I call Pilar and tell her that I'm going to do the song by myself, she's going to be frantic. First of all, she had it in line for Lucy Pearl to do the song uh, for the soundtrack, Love and Basketball. And so here I am calling her. So I called her. Because he said, call her. And I did. And I said, Pilar, this is Dawn. I'm going to do the soundtrack alone. She's like, huh? What? I don't understand. So wait a minute. So it's not going to be Lucy Pearl. I don't understand what happened. I was like, oh, my God. OK. I can't explain. Um, so I said, don't worry about it. I'm, I'm, Lucy Pearl's is going to do the soundtrack. And I ended up literally losing my house. So as far as everybody's like, oh, we need a reunion. You know, Lucy Pearl. I'm like, I have tried. I really have. I've given it a shot or two. Uh, we've had conversations. At one point, we were gonna have Raphael, myself, and uh, tri, tri, um, Q-Tip from Trial Call Quest because Ali was doing other projects. He didn't want to be a, a part of it. Mm. So he gave us his blessing and we were gonna do that with QTip. Um, and then after a while, it was just me and q on the phone and no Raphael. Mm. And he said, every now and then, Raphael gets like this, he disappears. I'm like, this is bullshit. Like, We're supposed to be talking about a reunion. <laughs> yeah or getting together to do a new project together as Lucy Pearl and Raphael just doesn't show up he doesn't call us like I don't understand and so picked up the phone and I called Ali right then and I was like Ali I'm watching these things about you guys on tv um mm-hmm. he's like oh it's on again he said yeah they came on one time before <laughs> we talked a little bit and he said Raphael wants you to call him I was like every time you tell me Raphael wants me to call him I give you my number and or him to call me and he never calls I said so give him my number <laughs> have him call me and then when we hung up I was like no I lost my house (laughs) I lost my house with this man are you kidding me I have nothing to say to Rafael. no 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 I'm not I'm not doing anything with him until he makes amends with me he has to apologize that's not a a small thing it's not like I lost a favorite pen that I had or I left my wallet in his car or a jacket that I left Mm. behind in his car this is my house meaning that my equity was affected meaning that my um oh my god the money that I put into the house my equity like I yeah, said yeah. my down payment yeah. I lost all of that my credit is still affected credit. to this day my credit wow. is affected yeah so I said until we make a, until he makes amends and, and apologizes to me for that I don't want to talk to Raphael about anything else there's nothing we have to discuss mm. um yeah so I'm sorry I talked to yeah Raphael.